Welcome to the No Spin News, Wednesday, January 8th, 2020. Fight for your freedom. Big news day. This morning, late this morning, the president spoke to the nation and the world for nine minutes and 15 seconds. For him, a pretty short exposition. Uh, explaining the Iran situation, what he's going to do. We have a number of sound bites and dissent. We'll give you both sides of the story. We have a good guest um, and put things into perspective for you. But there is good news in the sense that it doesn't look like there's going to be a shooting war um, in the short term anyway. Stock market was up. Um, so the speech was designed to send a couple of messages. The first message was to the mullahs that you're not going to be able to get a nuclear weapon. And I believe that, firmly believe that. But the Mullers are not going to develop that nuclear weapon while Donald Trump is president. All right, they're not going to do that. And the Mullers also don't want him reelected. Now, that's important because Iran's strategy is to just do enough annoyance and violence not to get attacked. They don't want you know, U.S. missiles crash in and on the Iranian homeland. Um, so that's why in the missile attack that Iran launched last night against a U.S. Uh, Iraqi installation, the missiles missed. And I believe they missed on purpose. I mean, you, you know, those missiles can be calibrated to do whatever they want them to do. And I think President Trump believes that too. There were no U.S. casualties it was a message that the Mullahs sent their own people. Like, we're not going to take the death of uh, our general. We're going to fight back. And indeed, the Iranian press lied to its people like it does every day. It said 80 Americans were killed when no Americans were killed. So in the face of that, President Trump has to explain what he's going to do with Iraq. And um, he made one mistake. And the mistake was immediately seized upon by his opposition. He wasn't specific enough in saying how his pullout, President Trump's pullout from the nuclear agreement with Iran, right, affected the world. So the two sides are, the president's side is, look, this was a bogus agreement. The uh, Iranians, as soon as they got the billions of dollars from the USA, used them to buy ballistic missiles. If you read the Wall Street Journal editorial today, um, it lays out what the Iranians did with the money they got from the Obama administration for signing the new deal. Essentially, we bribed Tehran to sign this deal with billions of dollars. They gave ballistic missiles to Hezbollah so they could launch them in Israel. They armed and gave missiles to the Hutus, Hutudis in Yemen. Um, and there's a revolution in Yemen, which is just south of Saudi Arabia. Uh, they used the money to buy weapons from Russia. Uh, Putin gladly taking their money, sending them weapons, you know, on and on and on and on. So Trump said, this is a terrible deal. And uh, the deal's over in 2025 anyway, and Iran go right back to making the nukes. So I'm getting out. Now, I would have preferred the president really lay out why he left that deal. Because immediately, the Democrats, oh, it's Trump's fault all this is happening. If he had not pulled out of the Iranian nuke deal, none of this violence would be taking place, which isn't true. The Iranians actually stepped up their violence throughout the Middle East after the deal. And again, I cite the Wall Street Journal. They were pretty methodical in listing all the things that have happened. 
uh, and you can read it there. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. All right, on a few other stories that are interesting, this is getting zero coverage. CNN has settled a lawsuit with Nick Salmon. You remember, he's a teenager that was caught up in that uh, brouhaha in Washington, D.C. a year ago, where he and some of his uh, Covington, Kentucky Catholic High School students were at a demonstration, a pro and anti-abortion demonstration. They were going back and forth. They were wearing MAGA hats, Trump hats, and they were verbally assaulted uh, by a, a radical group, and there was a Native American elder involved, and CNN... NBC and the Washington Post, those in particular, blamed Nick Sandman and the students for untoward conduct when it was the other way around. So we all remember that, right? Well, CNN has now settled the lawsuit with Lynn Wood, the attorney for uh, Mr. Sandman. I'm calling him Mystery 17 now. We don't know how much money, but it's got to be a lot. So it was a $275 million lawsuit. I can't guess at it. It's not nearly that. But Nick Salmon and his family um, getting a lot of money from CNN. NBC and Washington Post still being sued. I don't know whether they will settle, but if they don't, they're going to look terrible. Because they did it. They did it. They didn't report honestly. What a shock, right? You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, let's get to the mail. Uh, Daniel says, tonight, if I were president, I would launch about 50 Tomahawk missiles at Iran and forget about any negotiation. By Iran launching missiles at our military bases, they clearly don't want to talk, so be it. Okay, but they missed on purpose. 
those missiles could have hit the uh, Iraq American base. Um, they did it, as I explained, for their own people. Um, Daniel, if you did attack Iran with missiles and killed civilians over there, the United States would be isolated in the world. The world is not going to support that. And then in our own population, you would have division. So that's not what should happen, in my opinion. Grace Ellen, concierge member. Thank you, Grace Ellen. Excellent message of the day, Bill. Your assessment of the Iran situation, understanding the grave danger, and a clear view on how to proceed by the president. I hope President Trump reads this. Um, he gets a summary of what we say here. I know President Trump does on a daily basis. Um, Daniel, how many people does Donald Trump have around him advising him? About a dozen national security people. Vice President Pence, Secretary of State Pompeo. I'd say about a dozen. They, they go to a big conference room. Patricia Quinlan, New Orleans, Louisiana. I was interested in your analysis of California's handling of petty crime. Here in New Orleans, we're having the same problem and are going to have a meeting concerning it in a couple of weeks. We're fed up with the judges letting juveniles out of um, criminal activity without punishment. Um, New Orleans has always been a very difficult city in which to manage crime. Uh, the liberals who run New Orleans and San Francisco and New York City and Chicago are devastating the population by their far left view that crimes should not be punished if they're at a certain level. And that includes dealing heroin. It's crazy. Um, by the way, Killing Crazy Horses out May 12th, if you renew your membership like Wilma, uh, you get it free. And we'll see you again tomorrow.